podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is the World Cup Whistleblowers Daily, the show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every weekday throughout the World Cup. I'm Mark Smith. These are your World Cup headlines for Tuesday the 29th of November. Ahead of the England-Wales game today, England captain Harry Kane says the hype and noise around his injury is similar to when David Beckham and Wayne Rooney suffered their issues at previous tournaments. Kane injured his foot in the opening 6-2 win over Iran and was taken off after 76 minutes, but was cleared to play against the USA after a precautionary scan came back negative. There has, however, been talk about whether or not he is fully fit. Staying on England, and manager Gareth Southgate is expected to make changes for the game today. Jordan Henderson and Kyle Walker are thought to be in line for a start, with Jude Bellingham and Luke Shaw set to get a rest ahead of the knockout stage, should England reach it. No word on whether Harry Kane will actually start tonight at the Ahmed Bin Ali Stadium. Wales manager Rob Page has said that the lack of fitness of his senior players, Gareth Bale and Aaron Ramsey, has been a problem in Qatar. He also admitted that the players were initially overawed by the emotions of being at the country's first World Cup since 1958, but that there was no excuse for the way they were overwhelmed in that 2-0 defeat by Iran. Wales are set to make a couple of changes to the starting eleven that lost to Iran on Friday. Goalkeeper Wayne Hennessy is suspended following his red card in that game. Danny Ward will replace him. Meanwhile, Joe Allen is likely to come into central midfield in an attempt to shore things up. Now, yesterday saw the most goals in a single day at the World Cup so far. A total of 14 were scored. Cameroon and Serbia drew 3 all. Ghana beat South Korea 3-2. Brazil edged past Switzerland 1-0. And Portugal beat Uruguay 2-0. And aside from the England-Wales game tonight, today also sees Iran play the USA, while in Group A, the Netherlands play host Qatar and Senegal play Ecuador to see who joins them in the knockout stages. Those are your headlines. Okay then, Harry Kane says that the hype and noise around his injury is similar to Beckham and Rooney's injuries at previous tournaments. I think that's fair to say, isn't it? He's clearly the talisman of this side. For some reason, he gets uh, plenty of negative reaction, especially on social media. A lot of uh, anti-Kane talk. And you also see it in games as well. If you ever go to an England match, you'll often hear uh, a lot of discontent with Harry Kane. For me, if you can't see what his qualities are and what his ability is and, and the things he can do on a football pitch, not just scoring goals, but everything else, then I'm not really sure you're watching the right sport. I think he's very, very important to this side. Um, he's been quite humble in saying that, you know, if, if he can't play, there are players that can come in and replace him and, you know, every player in the team is replaceable. To a certain extent, that's correct. But actually, I think Kane is quite unique in that we don't have many players that can do what he does, particularly when he drops in and, and creates more bodies in the middle of the park and and lets our wingers just bomb on and he can he can create for them so he's not just a goal scorer he's a creator he's got two assists this tournament he hasn't scored yet he'll be desperate to play against Wales because he'll feel as though there might be an opportunity there to get off the mark with his goal scoring the hype and noise around the injury it's natural isn't it we've got there's hours and hours of rolling news to fill we've got to talk about something whether or not it's the same hype as Beckham and Rooney got, I'm not sure about that. That's debatable. I think Beckham was a global megastar at the time, and when Rooney got his injury, he was sort of our only hope in a way that we don't really, we don't really pin all our hopes on one player anymore, because we have more talent and more depth throughout the squad. Despite what I said about Kane being unique, I still think we are a better team with better players than we were at those in those generations. So I'm not completely sure I agree with that. Maybe that's just him trying to uh, get a bit of confidence into himself. Uh, but we'll see. In terms of the game today, though. Very excited about it. I think Wales are going to come and let the handbrake off and they're going to try and score goals. 
they're going to have to do that, aren't they? And I think it should mean quite an open game. I think England might be able to get some joy on the break. Personally, I wouldn't play Kane today, despite him being desperate for goals. I would rest him. Like I say, he's very important. I'd rest him. It looks as though Jordan Henderson and Kyle Walker are coming in. Maybe Luke Shaw dropping out and Kieran Trippier switching to uh, left-back. Again, that makes sense. We're just trying to keep the squad fresh. I imagine Phil Foden will probably get a start today. I think Southgate's smart enough that he doesn't want to poke the beast that is the British public (laughs) too much in the same way that Grealish seemed to get more game time in the last uh, tournament at the Euros after a prolonged campaign from uh, from general England fans. So I think Ferdinand will play today. But uh, I mean, I also think that by the time we get to the knockouts, we may well be back to a, a five at the back. So wait and see. Wales, on the other hand then, Rob Page uh, saying that his players have lacked fitness. I mean, that was always going to happen. Gareth Bale is someone who, he, he lives and breathes Welsh football and I love him for that and he always steps up to the big games he's a genuine legend of the game one of the best players that's ever been produced in Britain Uh, but he's getting on a bit he's getting on a bit he's gone to LA to play football there but we really know it was to tune up for the World Cup but you can't tune up in a league that you don't really care about and you're not playing full throttle and I think that's what we're seeing now is an older Gareth Bale who isn't fully match fit isn't used to competing at this level at this tempo at this pace Uh, similar for Ramsey it is time for Wales, I think, at some point to move on from those guys. You know, they can't go on forever. Joe Allen, another one, he's going to come in today. But Joe Allen, you know, he's not hes not a young man anymore. It's, it's difficult to expect these guys to perform at, at the level. Again, also in this heat. Uh, and that's not been something we've talked about too much about the World Cup. The heat must be a factor. So Danny Ward's going to come in to replace Hennessy. Joe Allen will come in. I am not going to make a prediction on this score. I am quarter Welsh, so I've got a bit of a vested interest in this. I'm three quarters English, give or take. Uh, so, so let's, you know what, we'll do that and we'll say 3 1, shall we? 3 1 England. What an odd, what an odd way to predict a score. Uh, other games today then Iran, USA, that'll be fantastic. It's a shame it's not at the same time. And RIP to the four kickoffs get every day. That's a shame that's gone. No more four games in a row that we can watch all day long. Doesn't exist anymore. We've got to wait for another World Cup for that. But Iran, USA and Netherlands play Qatar while Senegal play Ecuador. Now that's an interesting one because if England were to win the group, we will play the runner-up from uh, Group A, which is likely to be Qatar. Uh, sorry, likely to be Senegal or Ecuador. So one one worth keeping an eye on. All right, so we've got time for tomorrow. We'll have uh, some input from Josh Landy from the Footballist at the Arsenal podcast. He will be over in Qatar watching the England-Wales game. So he'll give us some feedback on that. Uh, until then, have a good one. Podcast Network.